Breaking Bad to Calling Soul. Agents led by Son of Call. Oh, Game of Thrones, who's the next to die? House of Cards is full of lies. Supergirl just flew on by. We're chilling, watching Netflix. How much time's gone by? We're talking TV. From suits to supernatural. Talking TV. Blacklist and the rebels. Sherlock's Big Bang went off black. True detective bombed at second crack. The Walking Dead. Arrow and the Flash. Superhero DC chat for the yes. TV. No Marvel. We say no, no Marvel. Marvel on the show. Say no to Marvel. Gonna go for. That it's will be fine. We need to rein this in this week because last week was getting a bit. If we if it's based on last week's timings, Look, we'll this is going to be three. Hours. Hours. Oh, I think three. Because hey, <laughs> I've got some shit to say this hey, week. <laughs> last week was the season premiere of two of them. I guess yes. This week we've got season premiere of another two. But still, I think we'll we'll know where to rein it in. Certain shows might not deserve to be talked about. For All right, well, long. let's keep this very, very brief then. So look at the show notes underneath here, and it'll have all the time codes if you want to skip past Supergirl because you think it's rubbish. <laughs> Mitch will put all those in there. <laughs> Is this and a... that was just an example. Sure. Okay. It doesn't, hey, it's not, doesn't reflect what I think. I feel like you could have picked a better example, but sure, go. Um, yeah, possibly. <laughs> all right, let's hop straight into Supergirl. That was number one. Season premiere, Terry. Loved it. Super fluffy, but it was, I loved it. Is it is fluffy, isn't and it? And I'm so, so excited that, and I'm going to do it because you hate it. Don't Morgana it. is in it. Who? I'm so Who? excited. Who's this? Katie McGrath. She played Morgana in Merlin. This is what she's, she does. Oh, she's... <laughs> <laughs> so many things. I just, so who does she play in this one? Um, Lex's sister. Who? Lena Luther. Oh, right, okay. See, see, this is this yeah. can be categorised as time-wasting. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's about 20 seconds of me trying to work out who you're talking about. We're watching a show set in the universe of Superman and Supergirl, and there's a character called Luther. I feel like it's 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 a big enough name that maybe we can just refer to her as Luther. I'm not having a go at you, yeah. but, you know, even you, Morgana, I don't she know. She does it to piss me off. I do, I do. I love Bloody it. Hell. I love it. All what? right, uh, yeah, so you like her. Yes. I, she's on my list. All right, so since you've obviously <laughs> stated that you watched her in other shows, yes. you may be able to answer this question for me. Does she have, as pronounced, green eyes in other shows? Well, or is I this never, a, a, a I kryptonite thing? I didn't even notice thing? the green eyes, to be honest. Oh, they were glaring Jason, out. I went, ooh, I wonder when that's got I, something I to do with I asked Jason when I got home, and he said he didn't notice. So maybe because we have seen her in other shows. So she does have green eyes, I she guess. She must do. But they seem I, to pop out. Mitch, did you see? Did you notice No, it? mate, I'm colourblind. Colour deficient, I believe, is the proper term. Well, no. if you were Superman, you'd be shit. Someone could just walk up with kryptonite too and just go, <laughs> oh, dude, you brought me a nice rock dead. <laughs> no, they didn't stand out to me. No. And I love eyes. Usually I'm looking at eyes. Yeah, but no. same. Yeah, but I, well, I look at everything. With I her. found them to be overt, which I thought was maybe a sign that it, I mean, she came across in the episode to be. Oh, and should we mention this is all spoilers as well? Yeah, sure. So she came across in the episode to be. <laughs> Let's not ruin anyone's anticipation of what colour her eyes are going to be. Yeah, yeah no, no, by next statement, yes. though. If she came across in the show to be. Um, evil. It, no, good. Oh. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. They thought she evil. was evil, yeah, and then yeah. they she was good. But yeah. maybe that was a little hint to little Easter egg that she's going to be evil because she's got green eyes. Maybe. Yeah. So maybe. No, maybe. that's that's Am I drawing well, a long Magana bow. Magana started out hey, as good, and then she became evil. So who would know who that is? <laughs> <laughs> what show is she on again? Sorry, Merlin. Merlin. Right. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I feel it's it's 
it's funny that we're talking about a show where Superman made his television return for the first time since, what, yeah. season four of Lois <laughs> and, and Clark, and else. we're talking about <laughs> Lena Luthor's eye colour. But no, the power to it, you know. Hey, hey, t- Terry led us in this direction. That's I fine. did, I'm was, sorry. Yeah. No, it was, a big, it was a big thing with a Luthor coming in and obviously yep. Superman, but uh, the first thing that really stood out to me, and it was after the Superman reveal, now that the show has moved from the uh, CBS network over to CW, which is still under the CBS umbrella, but... Uh, the CW actual studio, the uh, DEO. It's a it's lot moved. sexier. Yeah. It's well, a lot yeah, and they sexier. made a joke no about it. Under- wow, yeah. so you you guys had this the whole time, yeah. and we've been in a cave. Wasn't it in the city? Like, yeah, was it was problem. right in the city. Yeah. Is the car always had to fly out to the middle of the desert, and yeah. then and even her sister who now lives oh on five blocks down the road, she had to drive all the way out to the yeah, desert yeah. where there's this thing in the middle of the city. It's oh, this like, old place. Yeah, this old place. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even like they said, you know what? Now that everyone knows I'm an alien, and there's other aliens, and we got Supergirl working for us, they decided to put in a little bit more money and gave us give us a little bit more of a, a central. Lo- no, 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 no. It's 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 all, literally always, always been, been here. There. Yeah, I, very funny. Very yeah. funny. And maybe. The, that was part of it. I didn't even see that as almost being an in-joke. I actually took that as them just trying to ride it away, you know, but I thought, hey, it's CW, everything's sexier in the CW, you know, and even even the locations, the sets are sexier. Speaking of buildings, I got a bit confused with Lex's, well, it was Lex Corp or Luther Corp. Wasn't that always in Metropolis? But now that happens to be in wherever she oh, lives now. That's a good point. That's a good yeah. point. I feel them, because they're such a massive... Company, I feel like they'd have buildings oh, they'd have a everywhere. Yeah. And what happened to the the other guy? Um, oh my god, I can't remember him from last season. He used to be a nurse, Jackie. He was kind of a baddie, and he had his own. Oh, of course. Yeah, that guy. Um, oh yeah, him. Yeah, where, the... where's his? Because he had a huge um, building, and a... I can't remember what happened to him at the end of last season. Neither can I. I the last thing I remember him doing was giving his little earpieces to Callista Flockhart. That that's yeah. right. Kept her away from that whole yeah. thing. And maybe right. that's why they've written him out because he's unrememberable. I, 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 I'm, I'm at a complete loss. Uh, Peter Fascinelli, I believe, is his uh, how you name. pronounce his Care- real name. Careful, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> he, of course, was the Doctor. Blah blah blah. In Twilight, no, uh, where am I knowing from? And Nurse Jackie. And Nurse Jackie as oh, well. So you've already done it. No, you <laughs> slipped that one in and didn't even know. I'm like, what's Nurse? Jackie mean? Is that some sort of... <laughs> but maybe he had some contractual things because I know that Calista Flockhart, and we'll, we can probably get back to this uh, in a second, but um, her living arrangements are actually going to prevent her from being in the series a little bit more because now that it's produced by the CW, they've actually moved production from this, uh, from like California or wherever it was uh, being shot up to uh, Canada or wherever they shoot the other CW shows. Either way, uh... the, the production is completely moved and Calista Flockhart... I mean, you know, her and Harrison Ford quite clearly got a good yeah. living arrangement going on in somewhere in uh, the west coast of America. So, well, we're not going to move just to make Supergirl. That might explain what she said at the end of the episode, Exactly too. right. She's going to only be a bit of a bit player. So she might be mm. someone that Kara goes to for advice during the season and pop up every four or five episodes, but she won't be an ongoing um, character, which That's I don't feel... It's not I a like big it. spoiler because this is the way they've set up the end of the episode. Like you said, that, um, that, that Kara has got a new job. Clearly, she's got no place to be a journalist at that particular magazine where yeah. she was working. Still, though, they could plan out all of her scenes and just shoot all of her stuff. Yeah. 
in advance. In you know, in advance, and then just litter it through the episode, so mm. she'd still have a presence if they wanted yeah. to. I yeah. imagine. Yeah, it's one of they haven't done that, but anyway. All right, let's talk about Superman. Oh, thank last God. season. <laughs> I can see you over there. You're sweating on it. So last season we were chatting about will they bring him in, will they not, who will they bring in, who should they bring in, who should they not bring in. And mind you, we filmed our, or rather we recorded our podcast about our predictions of this season a week before they announced that Superman was coming in. And yep. I categorically stated Superman will not come as much as we all want him to. He will not be on the show because D- uh, DC won't allow it. You Warner Brothers wrong. won't allow it. I was wrong, wrong. and I'm wrong. happy to be wrong. Oh, yeah, because... I thought he was great. Yeah. I was with you in thinking, oh, I don't, I don't want them to go too far here. It was as if he was there the whole time. Yeah. It was yeah. really great. And maybe that's, you know how we commented last year about him always being there um, via messenger or whatever mm. they were using. And we're going, oh, that's just a bit crap. It's a bit crap. By, by injecting him into all of it, Throughout this uh, season one, he seemed to just slot straight into this one, and I, I think it really worked. I still wish that it was Tom Welling, but obviously it's not. Um, but I think he did a really good job. I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, and I think um, the way that they introduced him, while last year, I don't know why Superman did not fly from Metropolis to Central City, it's not Central City, um, National City. Mm to fight Kryptonians that were trying to take over the world. It made no sense, except until the end where they wrote off that he was out interplanetary relations or some bullshit. He'd flown off literally into space and then got you know, affected by the, the, the virus that was going around, affect everyone in the last couple of episodes. It didn't make sense why he wasn't around for the second half of the season when yeah. there was Kryptonians there. But still, let's just start fresh. He's at the CW, where clearly they wanted him in. It made sense. There is a domestic space launch, space shuttle, space travel going on. It very Superman Returns, the the Superman movie from ten years ago with Brandon Routh, who obviously is now in DC's uh, Legends of Tomorrow, which and we'll talk about. Boy, later. does he look like Superman he's every so time nervous. he's on camera. <laughs> <laughs> but that was how they reintroduced Superman within that universe. He'd been gone for a while, and a space shuttle, which was carrying uh, passengers, civilians, and things, and media journalists. Um, the engine blew up, about to crash, Superman emerges to save the day. This is how it happens in this show. But it was really cool to show the reporting going on in National City, going, look, wherever Supergirl is, hopefully she can hear this. And obviously Metropolis, they're reporting on it because it's national news. They go, look, wherever Mm. Superman is, hopefully he can hear it. And they both take off because it's a big disaster. Why wouldn't both of them go and try and stop this thing? Uh, But it was also really cool that they introduced him as Clark Kent first, and he was very um, Christopher Reeve. Uh, Clark Kent, yeah. that bumbling much more than what Henry Cavill has been allowed to do so far in the uh, the DCEU uh, films. But it was very cool. He's this, he's this bumbling, sort of like, you know, hunched over. You believed him as this lovable nerd wearing clothes that were too big for him. And then, boom, you know, running through the smoke, strips off the clothes down to his Superman gear and takes off. And what I really loved about him meeting up with Supergirl, they didn't make a big deal. It was like they see each other all the time. Yeah. But almost a bit meta for the show, which is obviously their intention. Rather than Superman come into Supergirl's show and take over, Supergirl, Superman, the character, comes in and says, hey, do you need a hand? She's like, yeah, I think this may be a good one for both of us to take care of. He goes, okay. Like he waited for her permission to actually help her save the day. You know, he was obviously going off mm. to do it, but once he saw she was there first, he's like, well, I better ask you because... You're a girl, I'm a guy, and that whole sort of battle that they're going on between the shows outside of the program itself, but then even in the story, I just thought it was really cool. And even when they landed and they both just, they're, they're nice people, like, I always say hi to them. Oh, I always say hi too. 
and they go over and they sort of there's that, that fluff, Terry. Yeah, yeah. It, it was yep. fluff, but I mean, it's the it's the Superman that a lot of people complain about with the movies that they don't have anymore because that's what you love about Christopher Reeve is he was this bumbling nerd and he was this great hero as Superman, but he was also this really nice guy, Superman. You know, he would pull cats out of trees and he would go and speak to old ladies and he would always like make sure you always wear your seatbelts, kid. You know, and and high five. You know, uh, high five. He would salute. You know, police officers and firemen and stuff. So. And then also later on, they brought up continuity of this Christopher Reeve movies. Um, what's what's the guy that's now working for the DEO? All of a sudden, he was working for Catco, and now he's working for the most top oh, secret government friend. organization. The best friend. Yeah, the guy's in yeah. love with her. Whatever his name is. Um, How bad is it? We can't remember people. Oh, we're names. horrible with names. Um, yeah, that guy. We know him. Yeah, <laughs> Win. Win. That's it. Yeah, Win. Cool. And he goes up to Superman and goes, "Hey, when that bomb exploded." In the uh, in the in in the earthquake happened. Did you blah blah blah? And that was obviously from the yeah. 1978 Superman movie, yeah, which, which I thought was, cool. was really really cool. And even Cat's new assistant, uh, Miss Tasmonger, that was Lex's little girl. You know, in yeah. the uh, in the in the movie, just little things like that throughout the bit, which I really love. The, them paying you know homage to the to the former stuff of Superman. I I'm, I'm talking. Go go. You guys. Turn well, I want to know because it was Miss Tasmonger. I wanted to ask whether she is a plant mm. from Lex. Whether she had worked worked for Lex before, like in the movies. I didn't even know that she was somebody. I, I didn't even pick up on that. Dude, it wasn't obvious to me either at the start. And yeah. I went, ah. Oh. And I, th- I was thinking maybe she's a plant. She's in there from Lex doing yeah. not good stuff. Now, I was wondering that too, whether it was just fan service or it was uh, something more to come. Uh, and obviously, I mean, not to get away from Superman, we also don't want to take up a lot of time. The other big thing... Because obviously, for every show out there, every love interest, there's always the Ross and Rachel effect. Just to talk about Friends, obviously, it's always the great example. You never get the two characters that really want to get together actually get together and stay together because that kills shows. So obviously, they set up that uh, the Jimmy and Kara are going to You've mentioned this before. Yeah. They get together. Season ends. New season starts. What do you do? You have to break them up. They can't stay together because then there's no will they or won't they for all the people that are into it for the relationship side of things to get invested in. I just felt like we missed a scene because they had their their date broken up by this space shuttle. Yeah. Kara going and... She spoke to Jimmy after going, hey, we'll make everything better next time. He goes, I know, I'm so sorry. Shit keeps getting in the way. That was it. They're all lovey-dovey. She goes and talks to Clark and Clark's like, well, you'll know what you want when you want it. She's like, okay, great. And then all of a sudden she's talking to Jimmy and he's like, look, I, I, can, I can tell that you've been really weird lately. I'm like, we, we haven't seen that. Mm. But I feel like we've missed a scene. It was like he was present when Clark was talking to Kara. Yeah. Or that he has literally asked the audience and he's watched it. So as an audience, we're seeing the right dialogue. Her sister said it too. Yeah, and she said, oh, "You're really nervous because you're not really into it, or so you're overcompensating." Yeah, and or something. I'm like, "Hang on, we haven't seen that yet. We're, you're, you're telling us that that she's not interested. That's how we're finding out. It's nothing that we've seen." In- but he's a reporter. He's a reporter. I know. He can. I know. He's a photographer. I thought. Oh, oh Clark. Oh, he's talking about Clark. Yeah. Oh, no, um, I was talking I, about Jimmy, actually. Oh, well, were you? Sorry. So I'm completely oh, wrong. He's a, he's a photographer. Uh, photographic journalist. journalist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I need to mention because. I'm very, very excited that um, so Hank and um, Clark obviously have a little bit of a, a rift, yeah. mm, yeah. and it was because Hank wanted to keep some kryptonite. Yeah. Um, and he's like, well, you know, I'd never use it. And Clark said, well, you know, you might get an order from the president. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I got so excited because we all know who the president is, right? Tell us. Tell us again, Terry. Linda Carter. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> 
So the fact that they've said that means that hopefully she'll be in the next episode. Yeah, she's got... They've, they've, they've just, just by them saying that, hopefully, I was like... Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Could have the shittiest episode of Supergirl, but as long as Linda Probably, Carter's in it. Probably, as long as she's in it. <laughs> 10 out of 10. <laughs> All right, so what did we think of the episode overall? Loved it. I did too. I went into it thinking it started and I immediately was, oh no, they're not the fluffiness again. And I was like, oh, I don't know about this. I think it was about four minutes in mm. and I was actually You're sitting hooked. up hooked. I was yeah. hooked. I thought it was great. And I was hooked right to the end. We still haven't touched on the, the other Kryptonian. Well, I was about to say, they, they only peppered that throughout the episode. It was almost like a sub story. I mean, it was the biggest question from last season. They went, oh, we'll get to that later. Yeah. You know, they're establishing a lot in this episode. I mean, bringing Superman in, I think, is, is a massive thing. The backstory, as you said, with him and Hank, there's a massive yeah. thing there. The other guy, I think that'll all come in time. Mm. And Luther. And Luther yeah. as well. We've got her in there. And then the strange woman at the end who's kidnapped uh, the bloke who was out to kill Luther. Um, and she's turning him into the villain Metallo. Oh, that's right. So is he like DC's Wolverine? No, not so much, but he's a he, he, he's a big-time Superman villain, which is interesting okay. that they're using him for this show because obviously Superman doesn't have a show, and I've actually read a comment as of today on the eve of uh, Supergirl Episode 2 airing. Andrew Kreisberg, Kreisberg, the executive producer, said, look, our focus is on figuring out how Superman fits into Supergirl, the show, not about getting him his own series just yet. I, surely that's got to come, but maybe DC, don't they, they just want him as a sub-character. But mm. that was the almost a, an irk that I had at the end of the episode. As much as I loved his presence in this episode, I didn't like how he said, you know what, I might just stick around here for a while. Yeah, like, that was a bit much too. Well, hang on, mate. I know that you can get from somewhere to somewhere else in like the blink of an eye. You're Superman. You're fast as a speeding bullet, blah, blah, blah. But Clark Kent's got a job. Okay, mm. sure, you can take some holiday time, but doesn't Superman have to sort of keep an eye on Metropolis as well? Or he can't just come and focus on the only other city on the planet that has a Kryptonian looking after it? Yeah. Um, but, you know... I, it's a TV show. It is a TV show. And overall, to wrap it up, like you said, you know, the question did ask me. I know, I really did like it. I thought their action scenes together were just so cool to watch. And it made sense why one of them couldn't do everything. You know, that scene with the drones attacking the Luther helicopter, it made sense why, you know, one of them couldn't quickly destroy those drones then move off and save everyone else around the city because there were too many to look after at the one time spread across this huge um, uh, area. And I, I don't know, I just thought it was really cool the way that the, the flight action, the CG, okay, it's it's TV CGI, but I still thought uh, it looked very, very cool. And, and I liked him as Superman that time where he walked through the DEO Supergirl lands and they're like, hey, how you doing? Whatever. Superman arrives. And just the music was really cool, but him walking through, everyone just sort of stopped and went, wow. Yeah, I was thinking <laughs> Supergirl would be sitting there going, <laughs> hang on. Bastards never do that for me. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? My nitpick though, before we go, my nitpick, I have to get it out because it's the first time we've seen it. I don't like the extra red, the, the bit of his cape that sort of sneaks over and almost touches the S, the logo. Oh, it's, you know it, what? That I don't know whether that was... I'm not so into his uniform that I know yeah. his costume but that actually stood out to me yeah. too I went oh that's different than hers and, and I was watching them together going so his does that and hers so mm. it actually it was obvious to me but I didn't know why yeah and obviously every other iteration we've seen of him is, very, is like hers it, it almost looks like it's just tucked in underneath mm. you know the, around the collar but don't forget um, Wynn made her costume and we don't know who made yeah. his costume no that's true that's I just right. uh, it, it just looked like his his costume was like hers just with an added sort of 
clip on either side of his neck and I just it doesn't look necessary but maybe it's Kryptonian the male version of that outfit you know if if it was to be made by someone else but you're right Wynn made her costume and All his right. mum probably made his so that's the flash music okay sorry here it is <laughs> we've got to move on I've got to wrap let's you do up it, let's do it so um, now I want to speak about speed first of all. I've just got a couple of quick questions. If they're if the speedsters running up and down buildings, right? Mm -hmm. They could be careful and all the rest of it. But if they're going faster than the speed of sound, they which I believe they are, there should be sonic booms going off mm. everywhere. Yeah. So I'm going to call shenanigans. Today. <laughs> <laughs> That's number one. Number two, and you touched on it, Mitch, talking about Supergirl. Are Iris? and Barry going to get together or not? And if they do, will it ruin the show, like you said? Um, they may give them a little bit of a crack now for a couple of episodes before, uh, I reckon, something tearing them apart like it has in the past, where it's, it's been outside forces. It might be one of them coming to the decision like Supergirl and saying, we can't do it. You know, It's not something that... It's not outside forces like Zoom at the end of uh, last season um, and then Iris deciding it and Barry like... Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't see them getting together and staying together. I think if they do get together like they say, they're going to give each other a shot right now. It's not going to last. The thing is, we know that they're supposed to be together anyway. They are meant to be married in the future. Yeah. So at some point, they should get together. Well, depends if Barry doesn't keep screwing around with things. <laughs> He's really made a mess. Oh, my God. And I love the fact in this episode that, uh, of course, we had the the father come back in as the Flash from the other Earth JK 47 cool. or whatever it was. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, um, that was cool. And I love the part where he said, dude, you know what? Sometimes you've just got to accept it and move on. You can't fix it. Mm. I liked his cup, broken cup analogy. That, yeah. that made a lot of sense, Yeah, I thought. And also, yeah. too, I mean, no, my, my big thing last week was they travelled through time four times throughout the episode. And I said, yeah. they can't, while he can do it, they, they just can't have that there. But it's something he never does. Yeah. And this this episode obviously clears it up. It's like, you can go and change stuff, but not everything's going to be the same. But having said that, so I'm trying to read my writing here and I've just worked out it says f***ing. So he keeps oh. f***ing with time. Last season, when people were bleeping with time, the time wraiths came. Why aren't the time wraiths coming for Barry when he keeps f***ing around with everything? All right, first of all, enough of the F-bombs. Because <laughs> they just take a long time to edit out. Sorry. Second, I got the impression with the time rates, it takes a while, and it's again, I, I get confused between the different shows, where, where changes take a while to, let's say, ripple through the timeline and therefore alert the wraiths who then need to come back and fix it. So they've got a bit of leeway. Mm. That's what I take out of it. But it is a good question. Yeah. So I thought maybe the, the hazmat guy, Alchemy, is like a version of a time wraith, maybe? Uh, so you think that um, uh, what's... Al Dr. Yeah, Alchemy. Dr. Alchemy is creating other time wraith soldiers, because that's what he's doing. He's, he's turning them into things, right? He's turning them into the, the, the meta versions of themselves, yeah. Yeah. So I thought maybe he himself is some form of a time wraith, but obviously evil. Yeah, but he said the one he was turning into is a speedster as well, and the time wraiths are speedsters. Okay. So maybe he's creating time wraiths. Mm. An army. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't take it that way at all. My version was just that he 
through whatever means, he was the strongest one out there to remember being a metahuman in the alternate timeline that Barry had created it with Flashpoint. Yeah. And so now we're in this real world again. We've <laughs> which seen he, that... Which he got out the, the whiteboard again. Oh, God, I was so happy. <laughs> I'm like, whiteboard, two episodes in a row. Yes. <laughs> make, just bring, make it a character. Make yeah. it keep coming back. Give him lines. I don't care. Um, Call it Dr. But, Brown. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, I can just imagine Cisco doing that. Bring out Emmett. Bring him out. Um... That Edward Claris, you know, he's having memories. You know, he's alchemy's obviously toying with him, but it's because he's having these feelings. He said he's had feelings for years that he's meant to be more, yeah. and it's because the after effects, which you know, this, and it's all relative or whatever. The the alternate timeline existed for. So he's almost vibing a bit as well. If he can feel that, then that's almost a Cisco ability to yeah. vibe something's not quite right. So that's how I took alchemy was that he he's just simply a metahuman. Uh, maybe he's not even a metahuman at the moment but he he's got memories of himself. Room where they yeah. he can get into the prison and stuff. So yeah, that's, that's right. why I thought he was a little bit more than just Yeah. I mean, I want, I don't know how he's cre- like you said oh, creating kill him in there. People. I can't remember. Did no, you kill- I well, if you, we didn't see him die, I don't think he's dead. Right. Um they might be insinuating that, but I, I don't think so. Mm. Um how is he giving them their powers back? And not only is he just calling on Edward Claris into a, like a cult in a basement saying, hey, you were more. Do you remember that? Yeah, I kind of got dreams about it. Sweet, you want to be more again? Yep. He meets the Flash that night or later like in the week and he knows how to control his speed. Mm. Just as good as he ever did. Yeah. Well, that's the memory thing too. If he's, if he's been given back his memories, that would give him back the skill as well, I guess. There's always an issue I have with... Um, shows or movies where they have a big question like this and they give you a little bit of information but then you're left with all the questions that they didn't answer whereas here he can give me his powers back boom they don't explain anything to us I guess they're going to down the track yeah, but well, because they didn't give us any information we don't feel like we didn't get certain parts of it so the thing that excited me most with Alchemy did anyone pick up on his voice? because Tony Todd was the voice of Zoom last year mm. uh, the guy who um wasn't Zoom in the end. Was uh, Yeah, I was going to say the the old horror character that he played back in the day. But yeah, obviously wasn't Zoom, but just a great voice. I dare say this isn't going to be the actor that's going to play Alchemy behind the mask, although but I hope it is. The guy who played Jigsaw in the Saw franchise. Ah. Oh. It's a deep voice, you know, doctor. And he's talking Alchemy. And I, Ben, he was a bad guy in Series 2 of 24. Work with me here. Anyway, um, he's just got a great voice. And I think he could work as Alchemy, because Alchemy right now is on a physical threat. He's just helping other metas remember who they are. But I just loved his voice, and it just really excited me that it or could is be... Or is he? Or does he have abilities as well? well? we don't know. He took off from that fight. When they finished the fight, Cisco came in and saved him, right? I think. Yeah. I was thinking, right, now turn around. Alchemy's right there. But no, he's gone. Yeah, I thought that was weird, because they could have got him together. What was Barry doing? At one stage in the episode, he looked like he was running into the Speed Force, and he got stopped. He got tackled by somebody, and he got knocked out of... That was his father. That, right, it was his father. Where was he going? What was he going to do? Yeah, he, he said, go I'm going to go and fix it. And yeah. yeah, and then his father said, you can't go back and fix yeah. it. Yeah. But I don't, yeah, you're right. What like, was he actually going to do? Which point in time was he going to fix? Because yeah. he doesn't know exactly where he went wrong. So how can he know what to go and fix? And you like, know, when he started running, I actually sat up on the couch because I thought, oh, we're going to get Easter eggs. Yeah. Then he got pulled out. I yeah. looked, yeah. Damn it. So... Let's go through some of the things he messed up. So he's messed up um, with uh, Iris and her father not yep. chatting, but that's kind of fixed. We can we can fix that one now. Yeah. 
Cisco. Now I had issues with that. Cisco's brother. He could have. I don't think Barry was responsible for that. That no. could have no. just happened. It was a car accident or anyway, something. Anyway, right. Yep. So whether that did or didn't happen in the alternate timeline, I guess we don't know, and it's kind of irrelevant. So mm. I can't remember. There's a few others, but Diggle's now got a son. Yes. 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 What? Yes. what? Yeah. What and why? Well, what well, because and why? The time, because the timelines changed. So um, basically he was checking to see if anything had changed in... Oh, yeah, I get the why. Yeah. But I want to know why from a story point of view. Oh, why well, I guess we'll find change out that? in I, Arrow. I, no, yeah. I think, I think for, him, for, for The Flash, I think it's merely just to show how widespread that it, his it, changes, yeah. right? So it's right. not just him and his immediate, it's everyone he's ever touched and affected. Yeah. I know we're not talking about Arrow yet. My prediction, though, about this, Diggle's going to die Oh, in Arrow. Now, if you're not watching Arrow, that doesn't mean anything to you, but I just feel... Because at the start of the episode, he listed out all these changes to um, to Felicity, and by the end of the episode, he explains exactly why he cannot change the past again because he doesn't know what more fractures in the timeline or in yep. the teacup he's going to make. Okay, he might get down the line, and he might go back and change things back, now, obviously, Diggle's child has never been a big character in the show. We've seen her, baby Sarah, in the show, but it's not like Sarah's in every episode. Well, now, she couldn't have much dialogue, really. Well, exactly right. But still, we know by this point that he has a daughter, and it's and her name's Sarah. Either way, yeah. he's got a female child. Diggle comes back into Arrow as a main player. His kid's going to have to come back into it at some point. And now, the kid's a lot older than Sarah, too. That kid was five or six, I got the feeling. Yeah. Because the photo, like, it wasn't a baby. It was, oh, right. The kid was oh, standing. Okay. Yeah, it was like a toddler. Or something. Yeah, right. Yeah. No, okay. older. I thought older was, than a toddler. Yeah, I got the... Well, maybe. I don't know. It was a quick flash. Mm. Pun intended. Well, either way, I'm thinking from the from the point of view, and I, I know I bring it up all the time, there are people still, not like us, that watch all four shows every week, that only watch Arrow. Now, they get peppered in with Flash stuff and the crossovers, but can you imagine being an Arrow, an Arrow-only watcher? In five episodes' time, Diggle comes back in and he just starts talking about his son. Yeah. Now, in order of the notes that I've got in front of me, and I'm writing them on my phone, Ben, because you didn't want me doing it on paper because I don't lose my notebooks, um, but the second note I made was that the baby John thing, I said, well, this is a clear indicator that by the end of this episode, or at least in the next couple, he will go back in time and fix stuff because he can't just have Diggle in another show, another character in another show, suddenly have a kid that's a different sex. It just can't happen because then you think about the Arrow-only viewers, they it's not going to make sense it. to them. Yep. And then by the end of the episode, he explains why I just can't go back and change stuff willy-nilly. Now, if he's not going to just go back and change stuff for his own parents or for his future bride, a.k.a. his half-sister that he's grown up with his whole life, he's sure as hell not going to go back and just change the sex of someone that he occasionally works with. It's not like he took away that child. Yeah. He kind of did, but the, the 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 friend still has a child, has memories with that kid. He's not going to go back and change that just to give him the daughter back when he initially had a son. So for me, either in five or six episodes, he does find a reason to go back and change it, or Arrow is going to change because Diggle's going to die. And then we just never hear of his wife or his kid again. And we don't have to. Arrow fans are none the wiser. We see his wife at a funeral. His kid's there, but like you only see the back of its head or something... I don't know. Mm. It would be a way of getting around it, but I definitely hope that, and again, I don't want to go into Arrow right now, but I, I hope that Diggle doesn't get killed off because of Barry's mistake. Yeah, I don't either. I love Diggle, yeah. but I just, yeah. But I guess they would be talking and they go, hey, we need a way to de- kill off Diggle. Can we just do this? Yeah. <laughs> 
I don't know. I mean, you know, they got the same same executive producer and Greg Belanti, so you know, he's going, hey, look, we're going to kill him off here. Write something in cool that's going to explain more of Barry's story and give him purpose or whatever in Flash. I don't know. So. Yeah, but is there anything else that he messed up that he needed to try and fix? Or did I cover it all? I think you covered it all. Oh, but... no, Caitlin. Yes, she's Killer Frost. Oh, she's going to be. Going to be, yeah, yes. Yeah. That was cool. Would she have developed the powers anyway? I don't know. It's hard Maybe. to know. I had an issue with Cisco. All right. So the Cisco that we've known since all of season one, yeah. A, wouldn't still be going to a grieving counselling thing three months after the death of his brother, whom he didn't have a relationship with. And that Cisco also would never have even for a second asked Barry to go back and fix it. So I actually had a quite an issue with his entire character in that episode. Yeah, but wouldn't it, it have been a different Cisco than what we'd known? Because Barry had changed, he would have grown up different because Barry had changed things slightly, potentially. That could be explained the way that way. I, I just I just thought it was a bit odd. Three months and he's still depressed and wants Barry to change things, but he never would have previous. Okay, on Cisco. Yeah. And this might complement what you're saying. When the, when he said that, um, hey Cisco, what are we going to call this guy? And and he goes, what? Cisco does what? He doesn't name. People, mm. did you get it? Has he never named people, or he's not naming people for the last three months because he's been depressed? I Could, thought that one. Well, I hope that's the case because he seemed to jump straight back into naming things <laughs> <laughs> and be wanting other people to actually cotton under it. He's like alchemy. No, uh, okay, Doctor Alchemy. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're right. I didn't yeah, so he went that. straight back into old Cisco. Yeah, really, really quickly. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was like, you know, um, Iris gives them all a pep talk and, oh, they're all back to their old selves. I don't know. I, mm. I just didn't like that part of the story. I thought it was a bit... Um, yeah, they do make big leaps Yes, sometimes, which I guess hopefully get explained later on, but sometimes yep. maybe we just need to accept it because yeah. he's screwing around with the timeline and time travel isn't, so we believe, a thing. Mm. So we have to kind of take... I mean, they're taking creative license with it, so we have to buy that because we're yeah. watching the show. And I'm going to do it to you again. Oh, no. Because I have to. Not again. So the new character. Oh, yeah, Malfoy. That's, look, that's an acceptable one. Malfoy, come on. I'm to do that one. Who's the Harry new... Potter. Then his new, um, the guy that he works with. Oh, that reminds me, Mitch. I need your DVDs. I need to, I haven't finished watching Harry Potter yet, so I need <laughs> to borrow your DVDs, dude. Can be done. So who's, who's this one, though? The new guy that works with Barry. The one he uh, said every day, yeah. I hate that guy. Yeah, That's so Malfoy. I, okay, so I had a, a thought that he could be alchemy. Oh, maybe. New mm. character, hates Barry. Yeah. And Malfoy was kind of a douche in the Harry Potter films. <laughs> yeah. The poor guy. So the only really other good. thing that I've seen him in was the rise of the planet of the apes, and he was a dick to the apes. So he was I've, part of the reason they wanted to kill humans. Like so I've just written him off. Yeah, well... <laughs> Uh, unfortunately, the poor like he's getting typecast yeah. as a douche. Well, yeah. I'm going to call it. I think he could be alchemy. Okay, because then Barry comes back. There's changes made. Boom, new character. Boom, new character. New, yeah. They're one and the same character. Yeah, maybe. Well, you think last season we got introduced to Zoom and to fake Jay Garrick, but because they were such polar opposites and we saw them battling each other, 
it didn't make sense that they were the same character. Not once did we ever talk about the fact that they might be yeah. a future and past version. Yeah, well, of the I'm getting on board so, early. And yeah, <laughs> good on you. Well done. Where's Harrison? He was credited oh, yeah. in the episode. I, I try not to read the credits anymore. I try to do it, Ben, and, and not read it. My eyes strayed right at the end and said, and Tom Kavanagh. And I'm so like, oh, Harrison's coming back. All right, all right. Here we so go. Yeah, he wasn't in <gasps> the episode. Maybe he's alchemy. He? Possibly, but I feel like we didn't see the character, the actor's face, so why would they need to credit him? We didn't hear him, didn't see him. Yeah. That wouldn't be him wearing it if he's not going to be seen or heard in the episode. It would be a stunt guy, so I don't know. That's just as likely. Could I go back to episode one? Sure. And I hate to revisit things, especially when we're supposed to be keeping time down, but this is a question that I had that I forgot to ask last week. When Barry went back and changed history, like he saved his mum, and then he's had three months with his parents, right? Those three good months, right? Yep. Cool. And that was the the time off between seasons, I'm imagining, right? <laughs> so if he saved her, that means he grew up from a child from that age all the way through. He'd have all those memories as well until how old is he now? 25 or something? Something like that. Right, let's say he's 25. And let's say he was 10. So that's 15 years of memories. Does he have those memories? Did he... Why did he not say I had 15 years with them? Mm. Because he should have had all that time. Did he go and change it in the past, save, and then go... Well, I don't really want to go through puberty again. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to jump back in the space-time continuum and I'm going to flash back to 2016 and then I'll I'll live from there because I who wants to have pimples? I never pimples actually and, thought of that. What happened all that time of that Barry? And it partly goes back to my question, where was the child Barry that got saved mm. from Ebard trying to kill his mother at the start of that new timeline? And then our Barry jumped into that young Barry's future and suddenly that young Barry's nowhere to be seen but our Barry is that Barry, grown up. But again, he you're right. He's only talking about the last three months. That really is just the writers, the show, talking to us as the dumb audience because we can see that our Barry has only spent three months there. But you're right. Him as a character, if he has indeed taken over the being of that young Barry, he's yeah. lived that life. He should have those memories as well. Otherwise, there's another Barry walking around going, hey, dude, what? Yeah. Huh? That would have made just as much sense if there was a homeless version of him or some troubled kid that had grew up without parents because one day he got driven, uh, you know, ran two cities away and left there and couldn't find his way back home. Yeah, you know? because we do know, based on the laws of the show, when Barry runs back to a time where Barry's been, he doesn't morph into one Barry at one point. Exactly. There's no. multiple Barrys going on. Yep. Where was that Barry? Hmm. Didn't make sense. That was a busy household. That When his mum got, like... Throughout the the, the, the oh, series, by season five, there's going to be no room in there. <laughs> just, just Barry's telling Barry A, telling Barry F not to do what Barry E said because Barry B was lying to Barry C, and they're all just like, "Hang on, who's oldest here?" There'll be the Where's Barry book range where you've got a which which is the real Barry in the room. Yeah. I liked when he went back to the past. Dawson's Creek was playing in oh, the, the background. I've, that was awesome. Yeah, have you seen those Honest trailers? They haven't. I have, yeah. not recently. They've though. made one for Flash, and it's for the first two seasons, mainly for for season one, but it's for the first two seasons. And, you know, they always come up with a funny name, depending on like whether the... Um, oh, I can't even think of... Like, Independence Day, the sequel for Independence Day, mostly hated by everyone that saw it. And instead of being Independence Day Resurgence, it was Independence Day, you know... Um, regurgitate. Uh, regurgitate or something like that yeah. yeah this one was called and they were talking about it being a CW show and like Dawson's Creek and stuff so they called it Dawson's Streak 
uh, was ah. the name of the Flash. But the way they ripped into the show, I'm like, I, I can't not see things now. Watching the Flash, they compare it to Dawson's Creek, and then to see that on the sh- on the TV in the diner, f-ing brilliant. Um, so they took yeah. the piss out of themselves. I, I think so. Yeah, 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 that's awesome. I just thought it was cool because I used to watch Dawson's oh, Creek. Oh god, so did I. <laughs> Never saw the end of it, but no. God, I loved that show when I was in high school. <laughs> in high school, jeez, I was a grown up. <laughs> I'm yep. playing the right yep. music, aren't I? Okay, yeah, good, it. good, good. Okay, so Arrow. Wow. <laughs> so good. Oh, good. I, can't, I'm, I, I don't know. I saw you in the corridor today and you're like, I'm not talking to you. Let's just get in. There's a few things I need to get off my chest. I'm like, okay, he hated something. Maybe several things. Oh, no. Arrow, so good. <laughs> you know what I like to see? We're throwing back a lot to Series 1. And he's back to doing the bloody chin-ups and that thing. Yeah. Except this time, he's not doing it with his shirt off. He's doing it in a suit. Yeah. Just to say, I'm still boss. <laughs> yeah, that's Love right. Love it. <laughs> and what's IT guy's name? Moss. Moss. Moss tried to do it, fell on his ass, deservedly so. You Is that his do- name? That's not his name. No. no it's Mr. Moss Fantastic. Moss from the IT crowd. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> he just Why looks- are you doing this to well, me? it's not actually him. He just So it's not even actually of- the no, character? No, no, it's not. It just oh, wow. You get oh, worse right. and worse. Sorry. <laughs> I know that. I, I should have set that up. It's not actually even that I'm guy. I'm confused enough with all these characters <laughs> as it is. We should may as well call Arrow Brad Pitts. Like, oh, he reminds me of another American with with blonde hair and, you know, a yeah. three-day beard. Terry, what did you think of the episode? I can barely remember the episode. Uh, that was, oh, he was trying to train the the new guys. Yeah, and yeah he had his new new crew going. Yeah, I, I'm a bit worried about this whole new recruit thing because as much as Felicity's still around being season four Felicity, um, the idea that they lost everyone, it's just back to him being a one-man army against you know the criminal underworld, blah, 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 of season one. The idea that they're sort of recasting and getting a whole bunch of new characters that you want to love straight away, but they, they don't really deserve don't. it. You know, no. I don't know. Um, I've still to be won over by that part of the show that's going to become the future of this show is new people. Ben, sorry, go. You look like you. I feel like you loved it. We're running on your parade. So I'm just wondering if there's any tissues in the room. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm on my own over here. You, you mentioned season one. And that you you haven't you know yet got the emotional connection to the new characters, and that's a that's a good point. Fair enough. What I liked about season one, he was a, it was a secret identity, and I love it when a secret identity is revealed to people. Yeah. And by having these new characters, we got to experience season one again mm. when he was revealing himself to be the Green Arrow to certain people. I I, I liked that element brought back in. Yeah. No, that bit was cool because we've never seen the Green Arrow be, like, another person to new people. Like, it's always been Oliver taking off his mask and he's talking to other people, whether it be part of his team or not. The Green Arrow is just always a figure. Pops up, shoots an arrow into people and bails. So the fact that this Green Arrow was inviting people to come to his lair... It wasn't even the lair. It was Hive's lair, they revealed. It was Hive's old location, which is presumably just this abandoned warehouse now. So they know that they can train there. Him inviting people in and you've got the Green Arrow in the room saying, all right, we're training. It's like, dude, you're just a guy wearing your costume now. It's not like you're a vigilante. You're not wearing that for protection or to protect your identity on the street. You're just a guy standing here in, during daylight hours. Why do we need to listen to you? So there's no wonder that that, um, that guy, Wild Dog, was sort of being disrespectful because it took away, not for, for me as, a, as an audience member, but in story, it sort of took away the, the aura of the Green Arrow character. He's no longer this guy in the shadows who may or may not kill you. He's a guy trying to get them to run training exercises. But 
you're right. That whole secret identity thing was cool. And I think when he got them on their first mission and it was that dual identity thing, him walking through and Wild Dog goes, oh, look at this Oliver Queen guy. Thinks he's actually going to save the city. And he walks in and goes, hi, everyone, blah, blah, blah. And then quickly like puts his hand up. He's got the little, um, yeah. obviously, a, a communicator going, okay, yeah, Wild Dog, I want you to go to the other thing. And Mr. Terrific, I want you to go to the back room, blah, blah, blah. Putting his hand down, shaking hands with people, kissing babies and stuff. Like, that was kind of fun. Like, hey, did he call him Mr. Terrific? I think, oh, I don't know. You mentioned it last week. And I don't know how you would know that without... Um, I read something online because okay, right. I don't I don't read comic I don't know anything I'm the guy who doesn't know anything so yeah I accidentally read that somewhere right and I think I just go Mr. Fantastic forgive me Mr. Terrific a, a, a big name and announcing great things about the character I kind of thought it was a, a meh episode and now we've got a new big name so you got Alchemy and Flash now we've got Prometheus in Arrow I just eh. who's Black Arrow he's Prometheus right no, Prometheus is the guy in the old Egyptian tentacle things. Yeah. Like that threw me when they when it showed him about to like attack someone and these things like shot out and then like I'm like whoa whoa this season was all about getting back to the basics. Yeah, and that's of just definitely meta. Cr- yeah, dark and gritty, man v man sort of stuff. Nothing yeah. supernatural. They said Damien Dark took us down a no, no pun intended dark path. We're getting back to the roots of this show. That Episode did two. Me. You've got a guy who was affected somehow when he was... Was he working? He was wrapped up in these in, gauze. In bandages. And I'm yeah. like, come on, guys. Leave that for... That would seem out of place to me in The Flash. And he's surrounded by metahumans. Now, I know this is in continuity with the other shows. And at one stage, Barry even said... At one stage, Oliver even said, oh, we don't know whether he's meta or it's more magic. So he's bringing up stuff that he has experienced in the past. And they can't deny that the previous season or previous two seasons exist, but you can kind of get around the fact that they did by just not referring to them and pretend like you've always been a man-v-man sort of show. You're right. I I was a bit taken back by that, and it actually took me until the end of the episode to realise that that guy and the Black Arrow character were not one and the same because they seemed kind of dressed similar, at least on the laptop that I was watching this on. I probably should have been watching it on my big screen. Terrible. I was watching it on the, on the, on the go. Foxtel Go. Free plug. So um, I thought, I'm really confused. Maybe I, did, maybe I didn't like the show. Because I... Because, <laughs> firstly, I agree with you. I thought that was... I, I was going, oh no, don't make it supernatural again, because that was my biggest problem. And then I thought that Prometheus was the Black Arrow Black guy. Arrow. Mm. Maybe he was. I don't know. I just know someone dressed in black was called Prometheus. I can't remember who it was now either. Too many people. With Maybe it's the weird. bad guy. Yeah, I think you're right. We yeah. probably should know this Sorry. if we're reviewing the show. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. That was my bad. One thing, it's, it, it's, it's, no, it goes beyond a nitpick, but when they're having that sort of climactic fight and Arrow realises that uh, um, Egyptian uh, mummy guy was in fact not so much an ally, but he was the enemy of his own enemy, so the enemy of my enemy is my friend. And that guy stops Church from killing Green Arrow, I think, at one point. Either way, Church gets thrown across the room into a car, boom, yeah. bang, seemingly knocked out on the ground. Okay, when I say across the room, five or six metres. Then Egyptian guy and Arrow have a little conversation, and then they cut to a scene outside or the next day, and I'm like, what happened to Church? Like they, they they don't talk about the fact that they've caught him. Presumably he got away, but I'm like, he was there. You yeah. knocked him out. The yep. fight is over. You guys are talking, and what do you turn around and go? Ah, oh, shit, he's, he's gone, gone again. Yeah, that I, just I that shit me. Too. I'm like, just 
just bad writing and it's oh, just poor not even poor editing because seemingly they, had, they didn't even shoot that shot to say either he got away or they didn't write the dialogue in I just thought that was really poor like don't show him getting knocked out in a in a in a vulnerable state I, I don't know. I, I did, that really pissed me off because clearly he's got to stay alive and, and be around for a little while. But don't make it so obvious that he would be able to be caught by two people much stronger than him in, mm. at, at that particular point in the story. I don't know. The flashbacks as well I want to get to before we have to move on. And you shut me up, uh, understandably, because I keep talking. But um, I like the way they did the flashbacks in this episode because one thing that really shit me off about Series 4 is that they would show what he did in the past... And then they would show it immediately how he did it in the present. I'm like, I don't feel any threat now because you've shown us that he knows how to fix the situation, then shown him in peril when we get, well, now he's going to do this. And he does it. Whereas in this episode, it showed him training his hopefully three new teammates get to the ring the bell, mm. get past me, ring the bell. And did that, they'd fail, they'd fail again. And then it would flash back to him being taken to become one of the Bratva. And they're like, ring the bell. And I'm like, oh, okay. I, li- I like it shown in the present because there's stakes there. Obviously, this particular example, there were no stakes. But there were stakes here. And then they show it in the past. You go, oh, okay. That's, for, for, for me, that's much more preferable. That's much more... Fr- oh, my God. That's much more preferable than seeing it in the past and then immediately shown it in the present because I don't care by that point. You've shown me that, that they've outcome... They've shown me that they've overcome that. And I think the way they did it in this episode was uh, was a lot better. Yeah, I guess now you've kind of turned it around and I feel There's a little shit depressed. shit on it. <laughs> you, a little bit. <laughs> but I can push the shit aside and still see some... <laughs> Just wade through the shits. ...cleanness. <laughs> yeah. uh, look, hey, let's be honest. It's, it's already, it's or rather, it's still better than season four. Because season four didn't set itself up to be great, didn't end great, I think... They're making baby steps. They're baby yeah. steps to get away from the shit that was season four to get back to whatever greatness they had. And yep. it might be a long journey, but they're, they're getting there, I think. So the thug guy still could be Prometheus, the Black Arrow guy, right? That still could be or not? When you say thug guy, you're talking about tentacle bloke. Bandage. No, church. Church. Oh, uh, no. He's, he's, like I said last week, too much girth to be. <laughs> <laughs> you with the damn girth again. <laughs> And I feel too. He's no, he's not afraid to show himself as being this bad guy, Mister Church or whatever. Yeah. No mask, no costume. He's just the leader of a gang, or this now the criminal un, uh, organization underbelly rather of uh, of Star City. I don't think he needs to wear a costume and pretend to be another character, like Arrow. Like Arrow, yeah, sure. I don't mm-hmm. know. I, I don't. I don't think so. It's entirely possible, but my prediction. As you made a prediction for Flash, my prediction is no. Okay. Terry? Yep. We're going round again, so you're not really rating this episode? Mm, not really. Oh, Although wow. it's it's better than what we're about to talk about. Oh, a teaser. Mitchell, okay. before we get to that, <laughs> didn't yeah. really like it. Uh, no, I think uh, out of the first two last week, Flash was... Um, it came second behind Flash, and I think this episode probably even come second to its premiere episode uh, last week. I think Arrow last week was better than Arrow this week. Definitely. Um, but, yeah, they again, they're making baby steps, but... Um, room to improve. With this room, room to, to improve. improve. Absolutely. Right. All right. <laughs> I'm excited. 
Now, straight away, before anybody says anything, I, I just want to know, did anybody, after the end of the episode, immediately have to go across the room and pick up their head and their brain? <laughs> because... My head just flew off my shoulders at the end. I didn't know what was going on. Oh, wow, that's kind of... Oh, wow, that's... Oh, shit, what is going on? There was just like, okay, we've got some ideas for season two. Let's just, Let's just jam them in all into the yep. last 30 seconds of the show. <laughs> Bam! It's ridiculous. I don't even know where to start. I'm just... I. I Oh, wow. <laughs> you really are lost. First of all, yep. love a good crossover. Oliver at the start yeah, that of it. Was good. And I'm a big fan of Arrow, so that was straight away. They're winning for me. Yep. Straight away. And then it went downhill. Oh, no. Hang on. Hang on, Terry. Hang on. Hang on a minute. Let's give it a moment. <laughs> so then we had uh, Mick talking very slowly on the on the ship when they woke him back up. And then they went around, and I thought it was really fun how they picked everybody up. We had Superman, huh? 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 <laughs> Superman in the in the Jurassic period or wherever yep. it was, <laughs> and uh, and so on and so forth. And I thought it was really cool. I had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, um, they're really playing up. Sarah's um, lesbianism. Yeah, she's just into everything, which is fantastic. <laughs> it's just a really fun show. And then Damien Dark stepped yep. back in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. And then it <laughs> fell to shit. It's like, hang on a minute. So I get that she could possibly want to want revenge for Laurel, right? And she's about to do a Barry Allen, but she's going to try and change the past, which will screw with the future or the present or wherever they call home these mm. days. And I can, I can buy that. But then he is directly involved with, what do they call it? The, the time quake? Yeah. So I'm like, oh, really? So now we're going to have Damien Dark, who f- I won't swear. <laughs> Save yourself <laughs> who, some work later. Who wrecked Arrow. Yeah. And, and believe me, I like the actor. Oh, I think he's, he's yeah. brilliant. He's great. I really enjoy watching him and, and the way that he delivers the character is yeah. great. Because he's I, having fun too. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think that that whole supernatural thing, yeah, I didn't really like that in Arrow. But maybe it'll work in this. Okay, maybe it'll work in this. But he doesn't have the magic powers that he had in Arrow because it's 1942. Two, he's just a guy from the league, isn't he? Or who's left the league? Oh yes, so because that obelisk thing—that was much later. Was found on the island yeah. with Oliver, which was 2010, like 11? 13, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, good. So he might just be League of Assassins. Yes, which is kind of cool. Okay, I'm back on board. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, just relax. Yeah. I, I'm okay now. All right. So we got him and. I, I still don't buy that he could be such a big part of it. And then we're on the ship and in comes Eobard. And that's when I just lost it. Because <laughs> I was asking the question, okay, well, why is Damien Dark causing time quakes? Because obviously he didn't do that in the first run of history. Let's yep. call it the first run. So how did he? But I guess that's a good way to explain how he did because earbuds whispered in Barry's ear on the step and said, hey, well, things are, you're about to find out or whatever he said. And then he went back and, hey, Damien Dark, by the way, you're going to get killed in 2016, so let's mess up some stuff in the past. I'll help you out. <laughs> yeah. Hey? No. And then I'm assuming that's what's happening. I've said a lot. Not as much as I usually do. And that's not even the, the last oh, scene, no. which I think we'll, we'll keep that. 
for later. If I went through my notes of all four of the shows we've talked about so far, I have the most notes for this show. Because you're right, there was so much to say. Because while you might be picking your brain up from the side of the room for so many different reasons, um, good or bad, there was just a lot of information given to us in almost every scene. And that first scene, like you said, with Oliver and whatnot, and that, that guy who broke in to talk to him about it, I felt like, am I watching season three? What didn't didn't we leave on a cliffhanger at the end of last season? I know they explained all that. You know, they started to. They definitely addressed it. I just felt like there was so much stuff that I'd forgotten about season one, or I felt like maybe there was that I I felt lost from the get go. But then I was calmed down by the presence of Oliver. It was a nice little uh, crossover moment uh, for him to come in and use that guy as almost the anchor. Uh, in in a very very violent storm, Oliver was the anchor for everyone. Okay, look, just just be Oliver in the situation. You're going to get explained to you slowly. I love how Oliver can just go and jump in a submarine and go but down and like in normal clothes walk yeah. into an essentially an alien ship. Yeah, yeah Sarah, how did they get in there? You know, Sarah's <laughs> sitting Sarah's sitting next to me and she goes, "Are they underwater?" Yeah. <laughs> and so then they calm. come around the corner and there's all the light rays kept yeah. reflecting. I went, yeah, yeah, I think they are. Yeah, because that far down, how. there would definitely be light penetrating water. But that's another, that's a that's a scientific <laughs> thing. And God forbid, in this sci-fi show, they would address little things like that. Like yeah, physics. yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, what's their what's their atmosphere down there? How much nitrogen are they breathing in? I mean, that whole system, that whole ship and computer can like recreate food and stuff. So oxygen, I don't have a problem with. Yeah, I guess okay. I don't know. Like it, we're we're at one atmosphere here. Yeah. We're, and we're if at the ship level. didn't actually blow up, why did the other guys need to be sent into different parts of time? And then where did Rip actually go? Well, they certainly the ship didn't well, actually we don't, blow yeah. up. No, we didn't, didn't know where Rip went, but why did he not just put himself in state? Exactly. Hmm. Or why did he it, not fix the ship at the time and go? Oh, it's still here. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, Let's go. Uh, I'll just leave, and eventually someone will come and rescue them. But I'm maybe, out. maybe, yeah. Like they—they're not to know that. And yeah, you're right. Like it's all set up that this thing stopped a nuclear explosion, you know. And um, and you're right. Like it—it ex- it seemingly exploded in that in that last shot. Yep. But then you're like, why? How did, how did it? Oh, I don't know. So the guy that comes to Oliver. <clears throat> And says, hey, you're the Green Arrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know all this. I know all this because I'm from the future and this is all history to me, right? Mm. But then when he gets in the ship, oh, I've never time-travelled before. But he's a time historian. How have you never time-travelled? You're yeah. in 2016. Oh, no, I, I definitely felt like he was just a 20... He was a normal guy living in present day. He'd Who'd never time-travelled. a ton of research yeah. and things like that. It would make sense to us as an audience. Right. Go, so he's oh, not a time on. historian. There's a, yeah. Well, yeah, but you could assume that and go, hang on, this guy's a bit shifty. He's got something else that he's hiding. But it also makes total sense that he's just a time historian until you consider the fact that he goes, oh, I've just like seen that there's slight changes in the timeline. I'm like, how the f*** do you know that? Yeah. Your yeah. timeline is the only timeline that's ever existed exactly. to your yeah. knowledge. Like, Unless he's meta, unless he's vibing. That's the thing, you know, and and I read um, with DC, their comics at the moment have um, you know completely re- DC Rebirth, DC Universe Rebirth, and in the Genesis issue, a guy helping out Doctor Ray Palmer, uh, the atom essentially has disappeared. Ray Palmer's gone; he's disappeared for ages. He has actually gotten so small to a point he's de- he actually exists within the timeline, like he can sense disruptions in the timeline and he sort of helps this guy. All these people are basically working out the time has been changed. The timeline is something has affected the past obviously then affecting the future. He can detect changes like ripples in the timeline. He's down to a, that small of a of an essence, you know. 
the actor, much like Ant-Man at the end of the, that first movie, he got down to like the microverse and stuff like that. So I guess that's almost what they're suggesting is that he goes, oh, if it wasn't for my friend who's a blah, 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 you know, physicist of whatever, I forget what he actually described uh, his, his scientist friend as, he goes, I wouldn't even know about that stuff. And I'm like, really? Because it still doesn't make sense, even yeah. in the most vaguest way you've described it. But that aside, it's like you have to get past the fact that they can, in their own one and only timeline they've ever known, they can detect that changes have been made. I don't know. And then it was almost like such a, a too quick of a montage to get the team back together. I expected yeah, that, that almost to be... super fast. The whole episode was getting back one or two members, although the entire episode would be getting the team back you together. You know what? I liked that, though, because I think last season it just took so long to get rid of Vandal Savage. It, it just seemed yeah, to drag on. Really so did. when they... We're going back to pick them up. It occurred to me, oh no, it's going to take weeks to get them back. I was so happy when yeah. it was like bang, bang, bang. They're in France. They're here. They're there. They're everywhere. Great, done. It was just the way that he when they rescued Palmer, and he's like, "You will not believe where the rest of your team is." And I was waiting for it to go. Da-na-na, DC's Legends of Tomorrow, but it's like, oh, you won't believe it. Oh, but hang on, hang on. Here it is. Don't, yeah. don't don't trouble yourself, audience, to think about where they might be. Here's just a bit of fun. Mm. Why was Ray, I mean? Why did Ray again? It's that whole three month thing between the season finale and the season premiere here. Why did Ray need to be in prehistoric times for three to six months since the end of last season, or whenever, however long it's been since that explosion? Because they could presumably go and pick him up at the very moment that he got there. It was just cool to see him in a beard. You know, like our mate, old mate Mick, he not only has he lived thousands and thousands of lives and hundreds of generations of men to become Kronos, like we found out in season yeah, one. but he doesn't know how to fly the ship. Well, I figured that's how he did know, because I'm like, what's this guy going to do? Oh, that's right, he was Kronos. So much shit i got to remember. But he not only has lived that life, he's been in stasis for 70 or 80 years. So he's lived even longer. Meanwhile, since the explosion for Ray, he's been sent back and he's existed in prehistoric times for three to six months. How long has Sarah been in France? Presumably three to six months. Well, not in France. She's um, in Salem. In Salem, three to six months, you know. Um, when they were, you know, in, in... I don't know. I just found all that was like, it's almost... It's just for the gag. Like, you're a time traveler. You can go back anywhere you want, but you pick to pick them up in continuity as far as we the audience member would know yeah. oh it's been three months since we've seen them um, I don't know I kind of like the gags like you said they're playing up the fact that Sarah is so promiscuous like we're here to ensure that the consummation of this marriage between this great French king and his bride you know births a son that will become the greatest fr- uh, French leader ever she's off porking the bloody future queen it's and like, it comes out and goes she's ready on. she's ready for you <laughs> oh, that's and brilliant and old mate's like oh bet she all warmed up ain't she <laughs> Yeah, like that. It was almost like they're going out of their way, not only then, but at the end of the episode to go, we're okay with having a gay character as one of our mains because look, they're having fun with the fact that she's potentially screwing up the timeline because she's having a relationship with a same sex character. And then at the end of the episode, they bring it up again the fact that she's having a relationship with another same sex character. But hey, guys, we're okay. We've got a same sex character with a gay character and we're completely fine with it. It's like, we get it. We had the whole last season to do yeah, with that. Stop ramming it down. And Arrow, we're, we're, we were okay with it. I know we're the dumb audience. We get it. Terry, any notes? Uh, no, I'm actually busting. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, we're going to wrap this up because Terry needs to go to the toilet. <laughs> 
We probably should wrap it up. Yeah, Mitchell, we... you've got a page of notes well, there. Well, the thing is, the end of the last episode was the reveal of Mike from Suits, and then nothing is discussed about that until the very end of this episode, and he's not even there. Yeah, so is he the guy that they refer to and they said, don't go back to 1942? So That's that right, guy. I took it, yeah. Yeah, so hopefully he comes into it because he's obviously great. And Mitch, you've start, started Hang watching on, who Suits. who is it from Suits? Mike. No Mike from Suits. He's did the guy just, that walks in at the end of interesting. season Didn't one. Didn't we just... We I mean, you did, that, you did just we? say his name, but it raises questions for me as someone who's watching Suits currently season three, episode <laughs> 15, but sure. What? Just continue on. It's fine. We'll probably have to cut this <laughs> out because we don't want to ruin a show for potential listeners. Anyway, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Go. Mike from Suits is the main character in Suits. No. But Who, he was in. He's in the Legends, end of yeah. Legends. He's at the end, end of Legends, of Legends tomorrow. We're doing spoiler. Yeah, I know. Not for Suits, though. No, but he's in Suits for. for like, he's from Suits. Yes. All I said was he's from Suits. I didn't but say not, that he doesn't okay. die in season four. We're all up to date with Game of Thrones, yeah? <laughs> I read that Rob Stark signs on to become Prince Charming in Cinderella, and I'm like, that's 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 strange. Usually you don't get a movie role while you still get a. Boom, he's dead next week! <laughs> Yeah, but he was also... Okay, but he was also in Orphan Black while he was in Suits. That's right, he was. So you can jump around and, and do and some stuff. And there's two people Mike, in Suits that I don't are also know this. in Lucifer. <laughs> I, still, I haven't got there yet. Oh, yeah, sorry, spoiler. He's in Orphan Black. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're going we're gonna to cut all this out anyway. Sorry, let's get back, no, back on No, I'm leaving track. all this in. It's hilarious. Talk about him again. I won't ask any questions. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the whole point. No, it's the not The whole point though. is we like Mike. From Suits. Mike is in Suits. Okay, sure. <laughs> so the the guy at the end of season one. Oh, really? Where he's from? <laughs> no idea. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. He's Some from another show. Guy, he doesn't even appear in, what are they, the Justice, they're not the Justice Society. League, the Justice Society, yeah, yeah. Of America. Yeah. Of America. So the Justice Society of America turn up at the end of episode one. Right. But that guy... Because we didn't need who was any the, more going I know, on. right? <laughs> the guy who introduced himself at the end of season one wasn't even in that scene. Yeah. And then, what the hell are they there for? But, so he and, was this unsaid character from an unsaid other TV show or multiple TV shows. <laughs> he wasn't... He, did, did he say he's from the Justice Society of America yeah, at the end of season um, one? Yeah, he did. Right. But how do we know he's not in one of those masks? I, wasn't he just in green or something? I don't. I think thought he, he was, was just walked out in a suit, didn't he? Was he in a costume <laughs> at the end of season one? Something of a costume, yeah. but you know what? It, it could very well start. I you mean, know. he could have been wearing a suit, but. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, look, he's a busy actor. Let's be honest, he's a busy actor. Um, <laughs> just come from Oliver and they doing those chin-ups him, with they the suits. <laughs> they can't get into appearance in episode one, but come episode two, it starts off the JSA standing there in front of the legends, and then. From behind them all, he walks up. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. You know, like it's that, that type of thing. Right. Okay, so I got the impression that they're there because the legends are in trouble for dicking around with time Because they whatever. went to 1942. Right. But why Why didn't they go to Damien Duck? Why are the legends in trouble and not the person who actually caused the changes? Well, for a start, Damien Dark is from 1942. The person who's not from there is Earbud. So they could go after Earbud. Or... Maybe they're there going, hey, you guys have come back to 1942. You think you're about to leave. Well, no, you're not. You're actually going to stay here because you've got to f- help us fix our beer bar. Now that you're here, we need help. 
But at this point, do we know that the JSA even are they, are they time travelers? Like we know that know. we know, I don't that know the guy what from they are. My head was over like near the dining yeah. table. <laughs> yeah, well, no, in, in the, there, there is a JSA in the comics. There's, there's this group that existed back in that era, back in 1940 sort of era, which yeah. explains why they've got such campy Captain America style costumes, as we yeah, saw. Yeah, no, in this we do know episode. that because. Said character from said other TV show yeah. appears in 2016 and says, "I'm from the Justice Society of America." Yeah. That could be so a future can... version of that group. Oh, yeah, that's true. But all I'm saying is this could be this could be a group of superheroes that exist in 1942 that police well they police stuff right. And so the legends aren't so much they're not going after them because they're time travels. For me, anyway, I could be completely wrong, but they've gone after them because, as we know, they're clumsy as shit and they're more easily trackable than Damian Dark. So it's like, who are these blokes? Yeah, you they've know. almost um, crossed onto their turf, really. Yeah, that sort of stuff. So they, yeah, the Justice Society of America, or JSA, it's easier, um, uh, probably knew about the nuclear, atomic, sorry, atomic, yeah. <laughs> um, weapon and were trying to do it themselves and maybe, what are they called? The Legends. Uh, maybe <laughs> the Legends came in and... Um, and messed up their operation. The JSA's operation. Jeez, my head is over to the kitchen. <laughs> I know, Some of your brain's at home. Crazy. Some of it's here at work. I know. I was sitting there thinking when it happened, I'm on the couch. I'm going, oh, no. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. How am I going to put this into a podcast? Yeah. Because I've, I've, I've got I know. No you've idea. got Damien Duck. You've got Earbud. You've got the JSA. It's just... Oliver Queen And Oliver Queen. It was... It's like they just I mean, said, how flashes. much could we possibly throw into this episode? Or how much can we possibly throw into this TV show, which I think we all agreed last year was probably the weakest. Yes. We, well, we didn't expect it to get picked up, did we? No. So they've obviously gone, right, we need to put some stuff into this. <laughs> and so they put everything, everything in it. But, you know, that first scene with the whole Oliver thing, it did feel like a very different show, pre-credits. It, it felt like it was... Not so much taking a different tone, just the way that they. We look like we're watching started. Arrow, another episode of Arrow in a yeah, way, because that's yeah. where it started. It started like literally in Arrowverse. Yeah, but then you yeah. know, come the end of the episode, you're like, oh, we're back to being legends. But it's <laughs> it's funny actually. I was just talking um, before I watched this. Um, I was talking to to High Pitch Maddie, who does some other stuff with uh, with Get Into Geek and um, and our movie reviews and things, and uh, Brendan as well. We're all on Facebook Messenger talking about. I think it started off as Luke Cage. It became Daredevil. Then it became a, a, a rant on Arrow from Maddie because he hates all the DC shows. And he said, "Oh, Which is why he's not invited. Here. <laughs> he will be back in a few weeks. I'm sure one of us will have a day off, and Maddie will need to come back in. Yeah, you but need to um, keep your opinions to yourself, Maddie. <laughs> he hasn't even <laughs> seen the season finales of last year, so he's got a little in. bit of catching up to do. But he was talking to uh, to Brendan about uh, the Flash because Brendan's like, oh, 'Oh, I'm going to get into the Flash.' He said, "Well." Yeah, last season. You, look, they're all pretty intertwined. I think it's going to be hard to keep track if you're only watching one show. And I've chimed in, the only other person that's watched them, and I said, I don't know about that. I think while they do throw in elements into each other's shows and they might mention stuff that, as a great fan of all four, you will pick up on, or if you're a mad DC fan, you'll pick up on references. I don't think you need to watch one to get complete value out of another. You don't need to see Arrow to love Flash, right? Uh, and I don't think you need to watch Flash to get everything that Arrow throws at you. There's going to be references, sure, but I don't think you absolutely need to. 20 minutes later, I'm watching the second half of friggin' Legends of Tomorrow and you've got the Arrow villain from Season 4 and then all of a sudden his little partner in the whole thing is the bad guy from, from Series Flash. 1, 2 and now 3 of The Flash. I'm like, 
Okay, boys, scratch everything I just said. Legends is the show that requires you to watch every other show in the Belanti DC universe. To Except actually... maybe Supergirl. Well, maybe not Supergirl yet. Yeah. Yes. yes, exactly. There is probably one exception that I can think of, and that's Flash, I think, season two, where they take on Vandal Savage. You don't get that um, resolution yeah. unless you watch Arrow. Oh, I think, yeah, nine. the crossovers are exempt, I think, from, yeah, you have from to that little them. thing. But, yeah, definitely. Yeah, you definitely need to watch both halves. And, that's again, that's just stuff to try and get you to watch the other shows, I think. But, um, yeah, Legends completely ruined my argument. So, Which one for the week as we wrap up? Supergirl. Supergirl, I think. I reckon it was in the order of... Yeah, no, you're right. As they actually were shown. Yeah. Supergirl, Flash, Arrow... Legends right at the bottom. This is going to blow your mind. <laughs> this may even make your heads fall off your shoulders. After talking with you, I can admit when I'm wrong, <laughs> I actually think that Legends for me was better than Arrow, and I'm going to agree with you with the other two, though. I think, yeah, I'm going to go Supergirl, Flash, Legends, and then Arrow. Wow. Oh, yeah. That's fair enough. That's interchangeable. Yeah. I'm switching yeah. it up. You're right. Arrow was a bit... Meh. Off. <laughs> Meh. Meh. <laughs> all right, Mitch, where can we find all this stuff? GetIntoGeek.com, the website, reviews, news, all that sort of stuff. Our podcast, of course, on both SoundCloud and iTunes. You can get us on the socials, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, simply at GetIntoGeek. And for these TV shows, you can catch them all on Fox 8, 7.30 p.m. Uh, Fox 8 on Foxtel, of course, um, across the country, 7.30. So Supergirl Tuesdays, Flash on Wednesdays, Arrow Thursdays, and Legends of Tomorrow on Fridays and uh, we'll be back this time next week to talk through well the next round of four episodes and we'll see if we can get a little bit tighter next week and a bit more information <laughs> yeah hopefully <laughs> get into geek.com